We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to WBBM In-Depth. My name is Jay Zawoski. I'm the managing editor of podcasts and multimedia here at WBBM. Monday, the Chicago Bears announced the firing of general manager Ryan Pace and head coach Matt Nagy. We caught up with Bears sideline reporter Mark Grody to discuss the firings and what's coming up next for the Bears. First, let's take a listen to Bears chairman George McCaskey as he met the media on Monday after the firings had been announced. Decisions we're making today are especially difficult because Ryan and Matt are outstanding men. They have high character. They have always represented the Bears with dignity and class. They gave everything they had to the Bears. We appreciate those efforts. Our search for a general manager and a head coach begins today. It will be thorough, diligent, and exhaustive. It will result in the best possible selections to lead the Bears to success. So, Mark, today the Chicago Bears announced the firings of Ryan Pace, GM, and head coach Matt Nagy. George McCaskey met the media this afternoon. And what did he tell us? Anything new? Anything exciting for Bears fans? What's the uh, what's the latest from House Hall? Yeah, the Jay, the search will begin immediately, as in at this very moment on Monday afternoon, that they will begin to search for general manager and head coaching candidates to replace Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. And what George McCaskey, the Bears chairman, told us is that there will be some change in structure, very, very minor, but whomever they hire as the the GM, the head coach, they will report directly to the GM, I should say, will report directly to George McCaskey, as opposed to the CEO of the organization, Ted Phillips. So that is a change right there. Um, that one thing that they're doing similarly to when they hired Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy is, or I should say Ryan Pace, was that they are using, um, you know, Hall of Fame executive Bill Polian as the consultant or a one of the leading forces in the hiring of the next general manager and will give names for head coach as well. So those are some of the things that are going on right now. And it all gets put, put into motion. Like I said, right now. So Bill Polian brought in, in more of an advisory role just for the hiring. He's not going to be a football czar, so to speak. He's not going to be a step above the GM underneath ownership. This is a temporary, you know, 
he's going to help with the search. And then when the search is over, he's off the hook, right? That's how that's going to work. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. He's a hired consultant. They will give him his fee. He will give a list. He will probably be allowed to tell them who do you think is the best candidate in this, in this group. And then George McCaskey, Ted Phillips, uh, Lamar Campbell, who is one of the Bears player relations guy will all be involved in the interview process. And yeah, that's a good thing you brought up too, in terms of, of football people in the organization, Bill Polian, just a temp and the, the front office will be structured very much similar to the way it has been structured since Jerry Angelo, a couple of general managers ago as in they will not be having any extra football people, which is something that a lot of people thought they may do, but they have chosen to stick with the, the, a familiar formula where it is owner, George McCaskey, it is president, Ted Phillips, it is general manager, fill in the blank, it is head coach, fill in the blank. Reflecting on the Ryan Pace era as a GM, it felt like, as an observer, that McCaskey and Phillips were pretty hands-off with the decision-making, right? They weren't involved in drafting. They weren't involved in free agency. Sure, if they were going to make a massive franchise-altering move, as any GM would have to do, they'd have to run it by the uh, ownership to make sure they can afford it and all those sort of things. But am I accurate in saying that they've been pretty hands-off in terms of the day-to-day meddling yeah, I, I will definitely say that. I mean, I asked George McCaskey a question today about Justin Fields. There had been a report out that George McCaskey was the one behind Justin Fields taking over as the primary starter from Andy Dalton. And I asked him straight up, was that your decision? And he gave me a one-word answer, and that was no. And, you know, he expanded on it later on in the Zoom and went so far as to say that Matt Nagy, actually came to George McCaskey and asked him about his opinion or which direction they should go with Justin Fields. And George basically said he was astonished by that. And he said that that decision is up to you. So even when asked to meddle, he has not meddled. So yeah, that's kind of for whatever it's worth thing that he does stay out of the football operation. He has said in the past too, he didn't say it in this particular Zoom, but he has said in the past that Ted Phillips stays out of the football side in terms of we're talking about 53 man roster and starting decisions and things like that. So yeah, he is not a a meddler the way he calls it. I've never heard anything differently than that either. Let's zoom out real quick because what started very hopefully when Matt Nagy took over uh, quickly fell apart. When you look at the winning percentage in coach history, Nagy's among the best that the bears have had which is crazy. I I always get in this discussion with my dad that Mitch Trubisky is the highest rated quarterback in Bears history, (laughs) which is kind of (laughs) unbelievable, but true. Yeah. Um, You know, what went wrong here? You know, if you had to tie it back to be it um, a trade, be it a moment, be it a loss, be it something, what went wrong for the Pace and Nagy regime? Yeah, I don't, I just think Matt Nagy was not good at, developing quarterbacks and specifically with Mitch Trubisky his plan for an offense while it was you know he had uh, some some serious aspirations for it his his like if you want to get really down to it his play calling 
was was mixed. It was it was not good most of the time. He when he first came in here, even in the twelve and four season, when the defense was great, the questions remained even after some of those spectacular wins. Like, where is the running game? Where where is that? Why isn't the tight end as big a part of this offense as you thought it was going to be? Um, you know, in some cases, you can point to personnel and some issues on the offensive line um, early on in Matt Nagy's career and, and last year, for that matter. But he's had some of the pieces to do work with, and he hasn't done enough. I mean, he's curious play calling decisions and really kind of, I mean, in a cocky way when he got here. He, he talked about using the passing game as a running game. Like, hey, you can get those three or four yards with a screen pass or just a, you know, an out route to the sideline. You can get those yards. And he just, it was almost like pay no mind to the running back nor the, the field goal kicker because we're about getting touchdowns and going for it. So just a lot of curious development with the quarterback and then his game management and play calling. It's, it's kind of meat and potatoes. Other than that, though, everything was good. Um, <laughs> so I want to go back to this past Sunday where the Bears collapsed and lost in Minnesota. At the end of the game, uh, Matt Nagy met the media and called Justin Fields a franchise quarterback. And that to me, and I think to most people, Justin Fields is the most important person on this roster and in this organization. When George McCaskey and Ted Phillips met the media today, did they indicate that they're looking for a quarterback developing coach are they looking for whoever turns out to be the best fit the best interview what are they looking for specifically in this next head coach well they're they're big on on leadership skills being able to control a locker room yes there there is import put into you know, Justin Fields, who they do acknowledge as one of the most important parts of this team, but they don't really narrow it down specifically into, yeah, we got to have a guy who comes from offensive prowess that he's, he's got to be the next, you know, whomever fill in the blank. But I always find it interesting that, you know, you know how it goes and seemingly in all sports, but I'll keep it to the bears. It's, it's one guy after another. You know, you had like just going back to Lovey Smith, you had the defensive guy. Then you bring in Mark Tressman, he's the offensive guy. Then here comes John Fox, the defensive guy. Then it's Matt Nagy, the offensive guy. So I guess by that philosophy, it would be defense. But they, I, I, I think that they got to, they can't be thinking too outside of the box on this hiring. I think they obviously they have to hit the home run with whomever the next head coach is. And I don't think they should be afraid of brand names. And like I said, they can't, I think it has, has to be somebody who has had NFL experience. And I don't think they can, they can, they can't afford to get creative, which is unfortunate because you like to see <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. You know what I mean? You like, to yep. ha like I, we, we all like the idea of the outside of the box guy. And this guy brings something different than other dudes. But at this point, you gotta get you, you gotta be a little bit more obvious with your choice. Well, it's interesting you, you take me there because that was my next question. You you already highlighted the offense, defense, offense, defense switch. The other thing was Lovey Smith, longtime football guy, Mark Tressman, experimental hire. Well, that didn't work. So bring in the proven veteran in John Fox, which right. you know, he was playing out the end of his career fine. Well, that didn't work out. So bring in the new innovative offensive mind. 
my question is, are they going to allow this GM to hire who he wants? Because they said priority is, or I, I think they said, ideally, we want to bring the GM in first and then hire the coach. But if that great coach is out there, we might take him first and then hire the GM. I don't know how you can do that. I don't know how you can strap a GM with a coach that's already hired. Isn't the right move to move quickly on a GM and then hire the coach from there, in your opinion? A hundred percent, yeah. I mean, you don't want to set up an awkward scenario. I think chain of command is important, and especially in this organization. We don't want to be guessing whose role is whose and who is doing what and who's responsible for what, because then that ultimately turns into a conflict between GM and coach and a power struggle. So it has to be, yeah, I think they have to hire the GM first. You ask the question, will they allow that GM to hire the, the head coach? Number one, they better. And I think that they will. I mean, it, as we discussed earlier with the fact that George McCaskey does has had the ability and on his resume to hire people and let them do their jobs and stay out of the football part of it. If, if they meddled in the GM's hiring of a head coach, that would be going back on their work. That is, that is messing with the actual football operation and the guys that they put on the field. So I do think that they will have autonomy with that. And I think that, you know, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, is when they do interview the GM, you, you wonder too, w will they, as I think would be human nature, will they be, you know, inching this or edging this candidate towards their way of thinking and what mm -hmm. they want, or will that coach be trying to say the right things to George McCaskey because he knows that he might like a certain type of coach or a, a certain, you know, whatever trait might be so there's all sorts of nuances that go into the interview but at its at its very root and at its very base i do think they'll hire the gm first and i do think the gm will get to hire the head coach so when george mccaskey said that on monday that they that's ideal gm first then coach but left the door cracked open for coach first that sort of led me to bringing in a coach who's going to have ultimate authority. And the name of Jim Harbaugh has been bantied about a lot since his great season at Michigan, obviously has ties to the Bears. That's the sort of hire that if you bring that guy in, you're probably making him certain promises about roster control and those sort of things. Could that have been George McCaskey leaving the door open for a huge name coach that they're going to give power to to kind of bring in his own people? I think something similar happened in Oakland with Gruden and then Las Vegas, you know, it was like him and Mayock were kind of like, uh, I don't know if you call them equals, but it felt like Gruden was really in charge. And it feels like to bring in someone huge, like Jim Harbaugh, he's going to want a certain amount of control and say, and I wonder if that's maybe why George left that door open a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. And yeah, Jim Harbaugh is in a position of power right now. He doesn't have to He, you know, He's at his homeschool, Michigan, where he got the team into the college football playoff this year, AP coach of the year, all that kind of stuff. Like Jim, Jim Harbaugh can go in and dictate terms. I don't know at this point what kind of power Jim Harbaugh would want, but I would imagine somebody like him 
who has had the success that he has had at both levels, big time college and big time NFL, that, you know, he, he probably would want some of that power. But it, he's a great candidate because he, he is known for doing exactly what the Bears need done, and that is to revive a franchise. When he went to San Francisco, he took over from Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary was a train wreck as a head coach. He, he brought that franchise down, and I know. That, uh, How dare you? <laughs> I know. You believe that's coming out of my mouth? I am sorry. I shall pray to the Bears gods before I go to bed tonight for my sins during this Jay Zawaski podcast. But yeah, I think that, you know, Harbaugh did that. He, you know, won at Stanford, um, you know, won at San Fran and doing what he's done at Michigan. So that does create a really interesting scenario because, yeah, if Jim Harbaugh comes in as coach and personnel guy, then what the heck are they doing? hiring a general manager. So that, that gets to be a very tricky situation, but I do like Jim Harbaugh does check the boxes that I was talking about earlier. Like he's an obvious choice. He's a brand name. He's had success. He has all the experience in the world. And he, I think he would be a, a choice that would be roundly applauded by the fan base for whatever that's worth as well. It just feels so unbears to make a move that big in that risky and to bring in a personality of that size. They haven't had anyone like that since coach, right? Yeah. Since Ditka, well, that's yeah. the last time they had a personality like that in that, in that. Well, man, and, and I got to say about that, Jay, like, I, and I've, I've talked about this before doing, you know, hosting shows on the score. I don't think that that's any, you know, coincidence that since Mike Ditka, a guy that, you know, famously did not get along well with management, then it was the fans and Ditka, against management and everybody loved that and i think that since then the bears and they said today that personality does not come into it that was asked about them do they need to hire a different type of head coach and george mccaskey said no but the evidence would suggest something different i mean dave wanstead great dude friendly guy guy that anybody can get along with dick Turan, like the nicest most gentle man in the world lovey smith same deal um, Mark Trestman, as weird as he was, <laughs> same situation, nice guy. Like you could just picture all of them getting along really well with the McCaskies, Matt Nagy, same, same situation. Now, now John Fox may have been a little bit different because I did not, I did not cover the John Fox bears, but from what I understand, he was not as pleasant to be around for his coworkers. So that, that may have changed things and maybe scares the bears away further from going the nice guy route and Jim Harbaugh, I think lands somewhere in between, you know what I mean? Like he, he seems to have a little bit of the, you know, that, that good coaching weirdness in him. And, you know, he's the boss and we're going to do it my way. And I, I don't want to hear from anybody else to be my way or the highway. So that would be a different personality or a different type of coach in a lot of ways. I'd be shocked if it happens, but it'd be exciting. It'd be really entertaining to watch that whole thing unfold. Uh, I know we saw during, I think actually during the press conference, there was a report that they had requested permission to talk to former Bear and Buffalo Bills defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier for the head coaching job. Have any other names trickled out since then? And if you had to come up with a short list of three or four guys you think they're going to talk to, who would you say would be on that list? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Les Frazier is one of those, you know, considering his connection to the Bears, considering that he has been a head coach with Minnesota before it was not a particularly great run 
with the Minnesota Vikings, but uh, he's probably a guy that deserves a second chance. We mentioned Jim Harbaugh. I think another guy that would be really intriguing for, for a Bears perspective is the former Jets head coach, Todd Bowles. Um, he's currently the defensive coordinator with Tampa Bay, and obviously that is a, a rough hauser of a defense, tons of talent on it. So I think those two guys, um, you know, there's a couple of wild cards. Um, and one of those is Josh McDaniels. And again, this would be going outside their, their regular, um, you know, idea of a personality because he comes with some controversy as well. But obviously he's had massive success with the New England Patriots and, you know, that sometimes those Bill Belichick guys don't pan out in the NFL, but, but he's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, Doug Peterson, the former Philadelphia coach and a guy with whom Matt Nagy worked is another guy. I don't know. I don't know if I like that as much just because of the repetition factor. And, you know, that seems so, such a close link to, to yeah. Matt Nagy. Um, and then my real, wild card is and i know this is a popular name but I, I i think it is a wild card and that's ryan day the head coach at ohio state you know eagles quarterbacks coach in 2015 but ryan day obviously is the one who coached justin fields and if fields is the most important guy in your company then obviously that that relationship would be real i don't know what kind of chops ryan day would have though as an nfl coach that's interesting uh, that boy, that I mean, that would be an acknowledgement of the importance of Justin Fields. Oh yeah, but yeah, and look, no one's denying that, right? If if Fields pans out to be the franchise QB that Nagy said he could be, um, then we're looking at an era of Bears football that we haven't seen before. One name I wanted to throw out before we wrap up, Mark, is that of Brian Flores, uh, Miami Dolphins head coach, sort of resurrected a franchise that's been bad for a long time into a competitive team, uh, and fired on Monday. Is that a name that maybe the Bears weren't expecting to be available, but that is suddenly available? And that, to me, sort of goes back to the George thing of leaving that door open, like, wow, this guy became available. We didn't think maybe he would be. Maybe they want to move quickly on somebody like that. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. You know, again, he, he is defensively oriented. So if that's the, the direction that you're going, um, that works. And it was a surprise, but the, the only – well, a big mark against him – Brian Flores is that there are reports that there was issues with him getting along with players. And when you start to get into losing the locker room, and I don't know that I saw it quoted that way, but that's certainly the indication when you go, when you start to get in that direction, that is, that is the last thing the bears need. And, and they can't lose that. I mean, that that's the one thing that Matt Nagy had at least from what we could see is that Matt Nagy had pretty decent control of the locker room. Not everybody liked Matt Nagy because not everybody's always going to like the boss, but from what we could see and not being in the locker rooms for the last two years, yeah. the team, you know, for the most part supported Matt Nagy. So I don't know if you would want to take a risk on a guy, but Brian Flores is highly talented, young dude, really smart. And I, like he, he deserves, I think he deserves another head coaching job. I just don't know with some of the baggage that, that occurred in Miami, that that could be something that would be plausible with the bears. How soon will Matt Nagy find another job in the NFL? I, I think really quickly, just because, you know, we always talk about it and I get crushed when I say this and I understand it. Matt Nagy's a great guy. So, and, and we all know that the NFL is so about relationships. It is, it is about who, you know, and you, we see every single guy that has ever, 
coached in the NFL get a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance and a fifth chance. Not always as a, obviously as a head coach, right? But I, yeah, I, I, I will be, I'll be surprised, Jay, if Matt Nagy is not an assistant on an NFL staff in the 22-23 season. Well, so to keep an eye on Mark, thank you so much for your time. I know it's a busy day. We appreciate you joining us here on the WBBM In-Depth Podcast. My pleasure, Jay. Bears. Bears. That was Mark Grody, Bears sideline reporter here at News Radio WBBM. Thanks for listening to this episode of WBBM In-Depth. For more content like this, you can subscribe on the Odyssey app or Apple Podcast today. Just search for WBBM In-Depth. A News Radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.